This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. So on Instagram, we asked if you guys had any questions at all, anything you'd like us to answer. So... One of our followers on Instagram says, I have a spirit in my barn that two people have said looks like me. Should I be concerned? She also turns my motion lights on. She owes me some money for electricity. (laughs) So should you be concerned if a spirit looks like you? I would say no. And I've talked with Robert and he also agrees no. So Just because a spirit looks like you doesn't necessarily mean they're like stealing your identity or anything. Um, It is really common for spirits to look like other people, especially if you're only seeing them out of the corner of your eye or for a quick second. I know if the skin tone matches and the hair tone matches, it is pretty easy to be like, oh, that looks like this person. So I wouldn't be worried. Um, I think it's pretty cool that she turns on your motion lights, but ultimately I wouldn't be concerned about it. It's a very real possibility that it's just a residual spirit there, but if you're open to communication, you can absolutely probably open that door. Otherwise, you know, if you kind of let her do her own thing, it doesn't sound like she's being harmful right now, so... I would either let her be, or if you are a little tired of seeing her, you can always give her an offering that is a peacekeeping notion and ask that, hey, you know, maybe maybe try not to turn on the lights. <laughs> um, or, you know, I hope you find peace. You know, here's an offering just to keep things sort of calm. But Uh, More often than not, it could be a residual haunting and it may not be an actual spirit there, but maybe just an impression of somebody who once was. So yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And hopefully it's all going well with you and your spirit friend. Hello and welcome to the Spirit Diaries. My name is Brody. And mine's Robert. And we are your host. So... Today gets exciting because this is the story of when I fully embraced my mediumship and was just going for it. Right. (laughs) 
But before we get started, we do want to beg you all to listen to this part because we can see our statistics and see you guys skipping it. So please listen because this is not an ad. This is us just talking about other cool stuff we're doing. So you don't want to miss out on hearing about this. So I do want to let you all know over on YouTube this Friday, yes, this Friday coming up, we are releasing our trailer for our investigation season. You make that noise way too much. People are going to think you actually make that noise in real life. He doesn't. I do. In every conversation, I'm no. just excited. I'm oh like, gosh. Burr, 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 burr. no, no. You sound like the guy from Superstore. That's where I got it from. I know. I just do. He does not do this in real life. This is a podcast thing. Don't know why this started. I just want to let you all know that this is not a normal behavior. Don't harsh my, don't harsh my vibe, bro. Oh, goodness. Okay, so our trailer is releasing this Friday. It is going to release exactly at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We do invite all of you to watch it. We will both be in chat live as it releases. It is really quick. It's just a little over a minute long, and it does show you some sneak peeks of the six locations we are visiting on our season. And again, that is releasing for free on youtube so there's no subscription fees you don't have to pay anything just like this podcast it's going to be completely free to watch however if you do want to see additional content we are going to be uploading behind the scenes videos of us filming that is extra stuff that we cut as well as extended versions of some of our static cams so you guys can maybe see if we missed something Though we have spent several, several, several hours, days, months (laughs) reviewing footage. So hopefully we've caught nearly everything. But you never know. You might find something. So those will be slowly uploading to Patreon as the episodes release. And for everybody else who wants to help support us, um, not just on Patreon, but wants to maybe rep some merch or get some candles or a few other things that Birdie's working on currently... Ooh, incense. I've told you on Twitter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So if you guys want to check out any of that or get your hands on it, go ahead and check out Etsy.com slash shop slash Spirit Diaries. Or you can check out our website at MySpiritDiaries.com. Yeah, got a lot of cool stuff over there. So after I gave the reading to my boss, oh my goodness, everything changed. So I was no longer working there. So she transitioned from my boss to my friend. And she became my spirit bookie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was really strange. We started hanging out and talking about it. She was a huge fan of the paranormal and was highly educated in a bunch of random topics. So it was pretty cool because I could always be like, oh, wow, I had this experience as a child. I seen this, this and this. And she's like, oh. Well, here's documentation on everybody else who had this same experience. And here's exactly what entity that is believed to be. So it was really incredible to have somebody who just was knowledgeable and uh, she was older than us. So she definitely like filled this like aunt slash mom role. Right. And I, I absolutely thought it was the coolest, but she started, uh, booking readings for me to do because she's like you're so good i've paid for you know psychics and mediums she's like nobody has told me the level of depth you've done she's like you have to keep doing this and i had expressed to her like 
that it had helped that after I gave her a reading that I actually did not have any negativity with spirits and it seemed to be a positive interaction. So she was like, you can't stop. <laughs> you have to keep going. That and I think she she knows so many people like yeah. where we live. It's just she before you even agreed, I feel like had like five to ten people already lined up like, don't worry, <laughs> we'll convince her. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the beauty of this was I was really lucky because um, she all personally knew everybody who I was going to read mm -hmm. and she had kind of gave them a preface of like, you know, she's scared. She's new. Like she's really insecure about this, but just like let her do this sort of thing. And, um, this is when I sort of came up to the dilemma of like, do I charge people? Cause I didn't want to at all, but she's like, you have to charge people and everybody who I was interacting with wanted to pay me. Mm -hmm. I felt really uncomfortable with it. I think it's why our season's free and our podcast is free. Right. <laughs> I feel highly uncomfortable charging money for spirit stuff just because it's not something I chose. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like putting I, I just I feel so weird about putting a monetary value on it because I don't even know how to value it. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. I guess the only way you could really value it if you wanted to would just be based on like your time. Like right. just the time you take to prepare and, and talk with someone. It's just, I don't know. I, I never liked it. I, I would always just say, pay me whatever. And then before they could pay me, I'd slip out of the house and be like, oh, <laughs> whoops, we'll have to catch up some other time. What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. And a lot of these people, you know, really genuinely did need a reading. And I just, it was weird. But that's not to say that paying mediums or anything, you should pay mediums. Mm -hmm. I'm totally in, you have to pay for psychic information. I just personally couldn't do it. Right. It's taxing. You're asking a lot of someone. Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so one of the readings that really stands out, I want to talk about. Um, so <sighs> this one's a little freaky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it still gives me like the shivers to think about. So um, I was invited over this man's house to give him a reading. And uh, as just like I do with the episodes, I wanted to be told absolutely nothing. Um, a lot of this in the beginning was I just didn't want to screw up any validation. This to me, I wanted to understand and I wanted to have the validation, but I also really didn't want to be biased and start making stuff up. Right. I didn't want to know anything about the man. I didn't want to know his job, his anything. I, I didn't want to even see a picture of him. I'm like, I don't don't want to know anything about him. I didn't know his name before I went. I was mm -hmm. just like, I, I know I'm going to a man's house. That's it. That's fine. Um, I just, I really, I think it was a, just a combination of wanting to be validating and also give it the best shot because this was my official second reading. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so before going, I was getting ready in the bathroom and this uh, lady in her 40s, 50s, um, a lot of spirits are that age. So I'm assuming that's probably like a really good age to be in life. Um, a sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people come back in their 40s and 50s. I honestly will say that. Like, 
uh, it must be you know a good a good age um old enough to be wise but not old enough to be old you know that makes sense i don't know people like it at least spirits do so if you're in your 40s to 50s be proud because that seems like it's the best years so um she came and she had darker hair and she indicated that she was much older than the 40s to 50s Mm -hmm. um and definitely that a Jewish woman talked about uh, being Jewish. Um, and then she told me that she had kids, but he was not one of them, but she was essentially his mom. Okay. And I was like, okay. And I was kind of feeling a little confident because I'm like, ooh, okay, I've got some information. Um, at that time, I didn't like to try and get names. That's something new I've been trying. Um, I've been pushing harder and harder for names and dates. Um, but that's a recent development. So back then I wasn't pushing for anything. I was just like, whatever you got, I'll take. Um, so I didn't get her name. Uh, and then (sighs) that was it. So I was like, okay, he needs to talk to this woman. And that's why I'm going here is it's this lady. She's the only spirit who came through. So I, I felt pretty confident. I got in the car and my boss, um, ex-boss friend i don't know what to call her she was going to meet me there um because she was again like (laughs) the middle person (laughs) the person in the middle yeah yeah she she was interested she also wanted to see like firsthand how this worked Mm -hmm. um i think she kind of wanted to see how good i would get a reading of him um and no, she was just highly interested, especially for like research purposes. Like I said, we were working like in the medical industry. So I think she definitely had an interest in like the studying aspect mm-hmm. of like what is actually happening here. Um, so anyways, it was fine. She, I, I told her, I was like, your mom is such a strong energy. I was like, you need to make sure you sit in the corner of the room away from us. Like, you can watch, you can listen. I was like, but you have to stay away and you need to have a conversation with your mom before we meet up that your mom needs to take a step back. Because her mom, <laughs> to this day, uh, you know, is such a strong spirit. I mean, the last time I uh, ran into uh, my boss friend, um, it was because of her mom. Mm. I actually got a, a big old message from her mom and I had to go see her and I drove over and seen her and it was happened to be her mom's birthday mm. uh, and I had no idea so that was that was the last time I seen her um, and that was a few years ago unfortunately we've lost contact because uh, my phone caught on fire one day legitimate <laughs> and... I, the sparks it was weird <laughs> yeah my phone I can't my electronics all catch on fire that's how they go out yeah so uh, it caught on fire and I lost all my contacts um, and <laughs> most of my friends aren't on social media at all. So um, I have no way of contacting them and until they text me again one day. Maybe. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I haven't heard from you. Yeah, my, my phone died years ago. Like, I didn't even know if you were still I alive. So, I feel so bad. I've lost contact with dozens of people uh, since my phone has caught on fire. So, Hey, I mean, at least you know they're still alive because if not, they would probably came and said hi. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate when I have messages from people I once knew in life. It's my least favorite thing in the world. Ugh. So... I get to this guy's house and as soon as I walk in, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not here for this lady. 
I was like, there's something in this house. Ew. (laughs) And I started freaking out. I got really scared and I just didn't, (laughs) it was not what I was expecting. Um, and I sat down with him and we started talking and I told him, I was like, well, it's like, let me start off with, uh, saying that, you know, you're like mom is here. And I described this woman and his jaw dropped and he's like, she died last week. Mm -hmm. He's like, I was not expecting to hear from her. Yeah. Um, And that blew my mind because I had no idea how long does it take from death to being able to communicate as a spirit. This woman had did it in a week. Right. I feel like it's super different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of mediums, uh, because of the grieving process, will refuse like within the first year. And Mm -hmm. that's totally fine. Like, I can't believe it was so raw for him. But that's not why he called me there. Anyways, this woman was talking and she really opened up when I was in the house. She was pointing out different things. And one of the things she pointed out was this like box far away, like behind all this stuff on a shelf. I was like, there's something in that box and she wants you to look at it. And he's like, oh, do you want me to go grab it now? And I'm like, no, that's for you to look at on your own time. And he's like, he started tearing up. He's like, it's funny you said that. He's like, that box, he's like, I put it back there when I moved. He's like, and it's just sat there. He's like, but it's filled with toys she used to give me as a kid. They used to go out together and he'd get those little like Happy Meal mm-hmm. toys or whatever. And he kept them all throughout the years and they were in this box. Oh, wow. And it was just such a cute, sentimental thing. And that's when I, you know, further realized that it doesn't matter if a spirit tells me something and I don't understand it. If they're like, hey, tell that person to go look in a box. It's not my job or I don't even need to know why. Right. It's not, that's not important to me. That's for them. Right. So I think a lot of uh, reading and stuff like that is just um, being a walkie talkie and not trying to interpret anything. Don't interpret anything. That's when you start going wrong. Because the more I try and interpret, that's that's not their message. That's now my brain. Right. So you can't, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, <laughs> after I got to win- with the lady, uh, he was like, well, there's something else I want to talk to you about. And I was like, I know. And I was like, I don't want to go upstairs because that's where it's living. And he's like, oh, he's like, you're right. It is upstairs. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? And he's like, I don't know. That's why you're here. <laughs> and thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't know what it is. And I brought a white light candle. This is when I first started making candles. So if you want a white light candle, uh, go to our shop. It's now called Golden Light. So uh, being a little more culturally sensitive uh, than I was back then. But um, anyways, a the Golden Light candle I lit, and I was like, I, I was like, it just. Helps me visualize a protective field around me. At that time, I wasn't great at protecting myself. So I wanted to hold a physical candle to have that active visualization of protection. Mm -hmm. Um, That way, I could let my mind wander. But I was holding this candle and I had an aura of protection around me. Right. 
So just letting that candle symbolize that. And I walk through the first floor of his house and I get to this closet and him and my boss friend are standing behind me. And I open this pantry in his kitchen and I lean in and then I scream. And I kid you not, she fell backwards on the ground. He fell backwards <laughs> into a cabinet. And they're like looking around and they're like, what? And I had screamed and moved out of the way because there was this gray um mist like thing that came out of the closet and flew past my head it was almost like a bat and um it was an elemental and it's just something a part of the land that was in his house it wasn't bad they're sort of neutral um elementals are just kind of there at least in my experience um so nothing bad. It just scared the heck out of me. Just found a dark space to hang out in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it turned out that was connected there because there was this, um, I felt like there was a spring running mm. underneath his house and it had traveled along the spring and then popped up and like lived in his house for a while and continued. We did, uh, pulled up geological maps and there was. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I am pretty confident that's what it was like traveling on. Um, Anyways, that was not a problem. Uh, that didn't need to be removed or anything crazy like that. Um, elementals are fine. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with elementals ever. <laughs> They're, you know, just something that are really easy to exist with, in my opinion. Yeah, just leave them alone. Yeah. Um, and anyways, so the time came to go upstairs. And I grabbed the candle and I'm leading this pack of people... <laughs> Which is impressive because in the situations when we're together, it's usually me walking in front. <laughs> so I'm proud of you for leading this group of people. <laughs> Do I not lead in any of these episodes? Because I don't think that's true. No, no, I don't mean in the episodes. I mean, like, back then. It was, if there's a creepy place, it's like, I'd walk in first. That way you didn't have to. Back then. Yes. yes absolutely. Back then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So okay. for these, this situation, it was super unusual for you to be front of the pack and but you were in the zone so yeah well that it was unusual for that point of time and i mean you'll see now that i'm still a scared cat <laughs> but <laughs> i mean then i can't express to you how much of a scaredy cat i was like so much so um but when i was channeling i noticed you know i wasn't like really afraid I kind of had like medium armor on and with a candle, I knew I was protected. So it sort of took away that fear mm -hmm. um, and I was called there to help. So I was going to do my best. Um, as we're walking up the stairs, the candle starts boiling and... That sounds so weird. Boiling? Yeah. In the melted wax, it was just actively boiling and crackling and i kid you not bubbles were coming up out of this candle boiling when we were on the staircase going upstairs and the candle was just like like freaking out and of course this guy is like what the heck and my boss is like looking at the candle and analyzing the candle and i was like why is it doing that i've never heard a candle do that and i mean i use candles all the time to this very day i have never ever ever had a candle boil mm -hmm. I, I there's no way for it to get that hot it was a single wick candle there's it was just <laughs> so strange so it's boiling and we're walking up and i walk up the stairs 
and I take a breath of fresh air because there is a spirit Labrador at the top of the stairs. And I told him, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, did you have a Labrador? I said, because you have a spirit dog up here. I was like, and he paces this hallway. I was like, but he doesn't like this room. And I, we got to the top of the staircase and I seen the room the dog didn't like. And it actually had a padlock on the door. So I knew, uh oh, that's where the thing is. Um, but I also was just letting myself be distracted by this dog. Um, a lot of people ask, are animal spirits? Absolutely. <laughs> I love when I get animals on the readings. Um, animals do come back, especially dogs are so sweet. They typically always come back for their owners and are there. And he started crying at this point and he's like, oh my gosh, like I love my dog. And he was telling me stories about it. And he actually heard the collar jingle sometimes in his house mm. and he doesn't have any animals anymore. Um, and I was like, it's definitely your dog because they're there. And he showed me a picture and it was a beautiful golden retriever. And we've had that as well mm. with our dog who's passed. Um, he has been seen and we did hear his collar in the first few weeks after he passed mm -hmm. um, when we did not have our new pup that we have today yet. So it dogs are there. Mm -hmm. So spirit animals, 100%. Yes, they do exist and they do come back. So <sighs> we get to this padlock door and he opens it. And <laughs> this is the scariest thing. One of the scariest things I think I've seen in my mediumship. I mean, even more scary than um, I would say most of the episodes that we've done um, for this upcoming season. It, it was this room filled with dead spirits. Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds really weird to say because spirits are dead, but they were dead spirits. Like there was spirits lining this room and they were still and dead. Like, like hollow? Like. They were dead. Yeah. They were like puppets. Ooh. But they were spirits. All different kinds of people, all lining the room, all these dead puppets. God. And in the corner of the room was this red little. Um, I called him a demi demon in the time because I don't think he was a demon. Uh, but he wanted to be a demon so bad. Um, and he was this little thing in the corner of the room and was red. And he was just kind of like, hell, 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 hell. Yeah, I know. And I laughed because he was so scary, but little and just like, hell, 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 hell. I'm an evil little person like i don't know i don't know it was just like you expected it to be like it like it had this voice that was like bah, 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 and i'm gonna get you yeah <laughs> yes it was it i just started laughing and at this point i pers i surprised myself because i'm like who am i <laughs> who am i what is happening i am standing in here there are all these dead spirits around and there's a scary thing in the corner of the room and i'm actively laughing at it right this thing got so mad at me it was just like oh like talking about all this stuff started hate speeching like crazy and then i was just like why do you hate that guy 
Why do you hate him? And he's like, I ride him around like a backpack. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to ride him around like a backpack until he crashes. And I looked at the guy and I was like, do you feel ever that you're wearing a backpack? And he's like, his eyes just got so big. And he's like, oh my God, I say that all the time. He's been going to the doctors because he feels this weight Mm -hmm. on his shoulders and his back. And he tells them it feels like he's wearing a weighted backpack. Mm -hmm. And he was having these uh, shoulder and back problems and had cleared out medically. And I was like, it's this thing. Mm -hmm. It's riding on you. And he said the other day he was fine. He felt that backpack of energy happen. And his car accelerated and went through a red light and he had almost gotten hit. And he had a rental car when I went over his place because he was having his car checked out because it had just completely malfunctioned. He didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. There was nothing wrong with the car. And this thing's like, I'm going to kill him. It wanted to kill him. Jeez. Um, It was horrifying. I've never come across something that was just actively like, I'm going to kill you. Like, it was horrifying. And I wanted to get to the bottom of it. So I'm like, why him? Why him? And this thing was just like, well, he's not a real man. Ask him. He's not a real man. And I was like, what do you mean he's not a real man? It's like, he's not a real man. And then he started like showing me like imagery of like two men together and like stuff. And I was like, oh, you're a little like homophobic entity. I was like, maybe this guy is gay. Mm-hmm. Um I couldn't believe that. I've never met a spirit. I had never met anything that was like actively prejudiced. Right. That's super strange. And I, at this point, didn't even think that spirits were prejudiced because I'm like, uh, of course, you know, maybe when we all die, we're like enlightened or something. I don't know. (laughs) But this thing was not human. Mm -hmm. And it struck me as so strange because I'm like, how can a non-human entity have such like human biases? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I was with this guy and I was so embarrassed and I'm like, I, I'm going to tell you what he's saying because I was like, we have to figure it out. Like he, his main thing was he wanted to know where did it come from? Mm -hmm. Cause he had a theory of where it came from and he just wanted to know like how did it come and what to do? So, um, I told him, I asked him, I was like, it's claiming, you know, you're not, a real man i was like i'm not saying that obviously i mean you're a dude like but i was like i think it's prejudiced i was like are are you gay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and him and my friend just start busting up laughing and they're like we had a feeling this was gonna come up and he's like what do you mean and the guy um was a trans man who also identified as gay Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I would have never known. Um, Like that didn't even cross my mind. So it was really weird that it had brought that up as being why um, it happened and um, or why it hated him. And the guy had said he was at a party in college after he had come out as trans and he... um, opened up this like sewer pipe that was on this property downtown in this like old historic area. Super weird. Yeah. Um, so like a manhole cover. Mm-hmm. So he had opened it up because it was in the backyard. It was covered. Like nobody knew it was there. Um, 
And when they opened it up, him and a few friends that he had there with him had felt this weird rush of air. Mm -hmm. And ever since that point, the spirit activity in his life was like becoming dark. And he thought that's where this thing came from. Attached to him. Yeah. They like just opened up this space that hadn't been opened up in a while. And this thing came out, whether that be a portal or whatever. And you're mine now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, I like cussed this little thing out because I was like, "You are not allowed to talk about people like this. You are not allowed to say this to people." Like, listen here, you little piece of shit. Oh, like, I know. <laughs> I was like, "You want to talk about who's not a real man?" I was like, "You're not a real man." I was like, "You want to be a big old demon?" I was like, "Look at you." I was like, "You're not even close to a demon." I was like, "You can't do that." It's like what? A- and I was, I was getting, I was using profanities. I was just like going at this thing because mm-hmm. i'm like how dare you like i'm sorry people who have like differences have to deal with so much prejudice in life there was no way i was gonna let this entity also add to that bullshit mm-hmm. like oh i was so mad i'm getting so mad now i just can't believe this little stupid thing so I was like, I'm going to get rid of you. And it's like, you can't get rid of me. Um, and I was like, I'm getting a dude in here who is ultra masculine. And he's going to get rid of this thing. Because it wouldn't go for me. Because it didn't respect me. I was a woman. You know, this thing just did not respect anybody. It needed to be out and for this thing to respect it, we needed an ultra masculine man to come in and mm-hmm. just kick it in the balls. Mm-hmm. And he did. Um, in the meantime, between then and then, uh, between my reading and getting rid of it officially um, by somebody who's more experienced than me um, and could give that thing the punch it needed, um, he had recorded some stuff in his house that I had never seen before. He had actually got the elemental on video camera. He had oh, wow. security cameras in his house um, because he worked with uh, children teaching them music. Mm-hmm. So he had the cameras in his music room. Mm-hmm. Just God forbid a parent ever said something stupid. Right, just for he, business. He had his, business security. Yeah, he had his back um, covered. So smart. Anyways, um, he had it in that room. It was this gray smoke entity the size of a bat. It had crawled on the floor. It had floated up into the air. And then it was like misting on the ceiling (laughs) and then disappeared into the ceiling. Weird. And I swear I would get this footage if I had their contact information. (laughs) And since I've started this podcast, I have been dying for that text to come through. So it can be like, please send me the footage. I have a podcast now and I want to share it. Um, But if I ever get into contact with uh, them again, I absolutely will ask if he still has that footage Mm -hmm. to share it with you. Because I know he'd be so excited to share that. (laughs) Um, Because it was the coolest capture I've seen. I have, you know, I have reviewed so much evidence. Never seen anything like that Spirit diaries caught on camera. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, And he got um, a more uh, experienced professional to help him get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Kicked it in the butt. Totally fine. It's gone. Um, And I'm, I'm happy. And I think it's something that... People, uh, we're, mediums are not one size fits all. Um, we are something that 
I can handle certain situations. I can handle a lot more than I could then. But even then, it's going to be where some spirits need something else. So if, if I have a Jewish family that needs help, you know, they might need a person of Jewish faith to help them. Mm-hmm. Just like a Christian family would want maybe a priest to help them or a pagan family would want, you know, a priestess to help them mm-hmm. or a priest. Um, or Native American or any, right, any cultural right. like person of power. So it's important when we face things like this or if you are dealing with something like this that not all mediums or not all religious leaders or not all people can deliver the same thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this is just working together and networking and this little thing was never going to go for me. I could probably try to cleanse and cleanse and cleanse at that point in time and battle it all I wanted to. And I want to get it to go now in this day and age, like right now, I, I do think I could probably kick it to the curb. <laughs> um, but back then I absolutely couldn't. And there's no shame in asking for help and getting, you know, a strong Jewish man in there because he was of Jewish faith to really, you know, kick it in the butt mm-hmm. and be a medium and to have those bonus things on his side mm-hmm. to really help. So it is interesting and important to do that. But ultimately, I want to say really quickly with the spirits that were like dead, um, ultimately what this little uh, demi demon was doing was basically sucking souls from dead people. He was attracting them into the house. Um, then taking like spirit energy and like Mm. collecting souls, um, really strange. And I have met a few other entities that like eat souls, um, but didn't collect them in the way this thing did. This Mm -hmm. thing was just a weirdo and just wanted to be powerful Mm -hmm. more than anything else. And it just wasn't. Um, but after, you know, the medium helped kick it to the curb, those, dead spirits were no longer there so it's a good thing that he kind of helped clean house and helped me out a little bit Mm -hmm. thanks (laughs) but that is all i have for you today one of the crazy adventures of early medium birdie and uh yeah it was a wild one so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you respect all people. Uh, Just like the spirit world, like everybody comes in all shapes, colors, sizes, identities, everything. Like you cannot judge um, silly, silly, silly little demon. Hopefully he learns now. I call him a demi-demon. I don't know what he was, but. (laughs) Just a little weirdo. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Little weirdo got his butt handed to him and isn't messing with people no more. So thank you all for listening to The Spirit Diaries. And happy Pride Month.